So not all of you may know, but last year I missed out on all of these cherished traditions around here as my wife and I and our six-month-old at that point daughter were all pretty sick for the holiday. So I have to say the resolution on all of you is incredible compared to the view last year. It is very, very good to be here. A lot of my memories of last year are pretty feverish around this point, but I remember wanting to have a word with the writers of the line, the little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. (laughs) If you have ever been sick and caring for a sick baby, let's just say some of the depictions of infancy that we sing about in this season seem to miss the mark. And I think to our loss, because a baby is a truly radical thing to just show up in almost any setting. I was struck by this invitation to Christmas worship by the pastor Lawrence Lee, who said, Lord, we come to worship the Savior you sent us, and we marvel at the manner of the sending. In the midst of political upheaval, we hoped for a king. In the midst of wars and rumors of wars, we hoped for a general. In the midst of religious tumult and controversy, we hoped for a high priest. And you sent us a baby. Interesting choice, God. We sometimes, I think, hear these stories about a child who happened to be God. And for me, that's some, you know, lovely romantic picture of that little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes rather than God who chose to be a child. And that's messy on purpose. And as a lifelong student of messy on purpose, I'm here to try this out. From Isaiah on down, our ancestors knew that there was something about a child that would be for us a sign. Because, of course, at some level, all children are signs that life continues that love and learning are passed down, that the light does not go out. But there is something else that is true, that a child, no matter who we are, asks something of us. There is a commitment that is demanded by each child, even one that is not our own. For those who parent, there is that awful moment when you realize that the nursing team at the hospital is not coming home with you for the next 18 years to answer all of your questions because, please, God, do you have questions? And it is terrifying. And yet, there is also something in you that sees this new cliff that you are about to kind of be pushed off and leaps, crying and laughing, into space. Mary knew. Because somehow in a cosmic error, someone has come to trust someone as inept as you, maybe. It may be a young girl far from the seats of power in a hinterland who no one expected to even be carrying a child. Maybe just you trying to live your life. Someone has come to trust you with keeping a human person alive and Well, here we are, and so we keep her alive, 19 months, still going, 
I'll let you know when it's 20. I don't know if this is the same thing as bravery. It's just a response that comes to the call of having this person having come into the world. I think that call is just as present for aunties and uncles, related by blood or not, for big siblings, for grandparents. A child is born and somehow we make it work. Because that is what is asked in the very person of a child somehow. Finally, after years of saying it, my beloved colleague would say this every year at Christmas, and I realized only after I had a child that I had no idea what it was talking about. But the medieval mystic, Meister Eckhart, said, if I were alone in the desert and feeling afraid, I would want a child to be with me. For then my fear would disappear and I would be made strong. This is what life in itself can do because it is so noble, so full of pleasure, and so powerful. A new life by you somehow makes you strong because it asks something of you. Life arrives, asks something of us, and somehow in the magic of that arrival and that ask is something that empowers us to respond, to act, to love, to answer even when before it had seemed impossible, but angels say something about nothing being impossible with God. And so here we are. So in a stable to people who were not ready, who no one would have bet on to raise the Savior of the world, comes God, crying and wailing, actually, and needing care and feeding, cloth to warm him and a manger to hold him when he sleeps. Please, God, in the highest heaven, let him sleep. Shepherds stop by and magi bring the shower gifts late and elders will show up and bless him and hold him for a little bit while Mary and Joseph sleep because their child is somehow a promise and an ask and an answer in a language only God fully knows. Someone recently reminded me, this was going around for a while, the Maasai people of East Africa have a, a standard greeting Kaserian Ngeri, which just means when you come up to someone, when you meet them, you essentially say, how are the children? And the response is supposed to be, all the children are well. And it doesn't matter if you have children, because the children are all of our responsibility. We know that in Jesus' time, as well as in ours, the, the answer to how are the children is complex and frustrating. Many children are better than they have ever been before, and we thank God for all the gifts of medical care, of cures, of education. But many are not. And so this night we are mindful. We are mindful for children born in Bethlehem this night. For the children of Gaza and of Israel, children of Ukraine, the children of Sudan, and the list goes on and on and on. How are the children? 
We are mindful for children who, like Jesus, will shortly, in these scriptures, have had to flee their own homes for fear of violence or rejection of their truest selves. For children with no stable for a shelter or crib for a bed. And we know that they and the Christ child we glory in this night ask something of us. If we can follow the child we call the Prince of Peace to a greater peace for all. We, like the parents who welcomed God into the cold and dark of all those years ago, fear any number of things. The list of things that could go awry as we risk our hearts in love for the children is too long to list. But the risk of failing to love, of failing to care, is far greater. And because we are promised in the truth of a child, and when I say truth, I mean, I mean, God saved me from another History Channel special trying to figure out which comet was the star of Bethlehem or where the stable was or whatever. I mean the truth of a child before you. So you must answer and care. The truth is that God is with us and that we need not be afraid because we have heard it in the songs of angels because angels always, in fact, say... They're getting tired, but they're still with me. (laughs) Angels always say, be not afraid, as it turns out. Partly because angels are terrifying, but partly because God is with us. And because a child is born to us and then asks, what will we allow to be born in us this Christmas and in the year to come? And may it be a chance to say all the children are better, all the children are loved, all the children are home, all the children are well. For then we will have glorified and loved and welcomed and praised the very face of God. Amen.